Hey everybody, what's up? It's Josh here with the ShowMeFootball.com podcast, and today we are going to be talking about the Missouri versus Florida game. Now, before we begin, I want to say that uh, we are recording this the day after, so I hope everyone had a happy Halloween. Uh, we decided not to record last night just with all the festivities and stuff, uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't a very, it wasn't a game that we were very much excited to talk about anyways, but uh, just wanted to let everyone know that and I'm by myself today because uh, Connor is actually at the Chiefs game right now as we speak. I'm recording this uh, prior to the game and he's at the stadium. So uh, yeah, it's just going to be me today, but I just wanted to go over uh, several things from Mizzou's matchup with Florida. So last night, as everyone knows, Mizzou lost to the Florida Gators by a final score of 41-17. to and that drops the Tigers to 2-3 and three on the season um, after their last two weeks of being really impressive. Uh, but, guys, uh, I think this is, in, all in all, I think this is just a reality check for Mizzou. Because everyone was so, so high on them after LSU and Kentucky, including me, and you had, rightfully so. But I think, uh, you know, the Florida Gators are a real, real opponent, like a, a contender in the East. So... I mean, like, I you can't really be surprised by the result of this game. I mean, the Tigers hung in for a little bit, but by the end of that first half, they just completely melted down, and we'll get into that a little bit more later, but yeah, guys, I mean, this is a game where it's just a reality check for Missouri. I mean, they're just completely outclassed by Florida um, talent-wise, and you saw it. I mean, no one on our team could tackle Kadarius Toney. Uh, he's an NFL guy, and he's very shifty, very hard to defend, and I said before the game... Uh, that I thought that if Mizzou wanted any chance to win, they had to contain Kendarius Tony, and they they just didn't. I mean, he went absolutely off this game. In fact, I have it right in front of me uh, in the passing uh, department. Kendarius Tony had four receptions for 60 yards, and then rushing, he had three carries for 23 yards, and he had three touchdowns out of all of that. So you're you're not gonna win. You don't have a very good chance to win when you let one player go off like that on your team. But going over the game, let's start with Mizzou's offense. Let's just talk about them, and or more so the lack thereof offense, but you know what I mean. So, Connor Bazelet kind of came back down to earth, 26 of 40 for 208 yards, no touchdowns. That's pretty pedestrian. In fact, it's, I would say it was less than pedestrian, but uh, rushing, for, Larry Rauncher was the leading rusher, 14 carries for 36 yards. That's That's not very good. Uh, and no one else had over 32 yards, and that was Jalen Knox on one carry. But uh, one thing I would complain about is the play calling. I didn't like a lot of the play calling from Drinkwitz, and, you know, that's fine. I mean, he's going to have games like that. I mean, this is a throwaway year. Like, Mizzou is not winning the East. Mizzou is not going to an SEC championship game. He's just he's just emptying the playbook on these guys. So uh, that's just kind of what you do in a year like this, and he's a first-year coach. Uh but there were some times where it's like he's running these screen plays on like second and long or third and long. And I'm not even just third and long, but like third and forever. Like he had one, I know, in like the third quarter where uh, it was a screen play and or no, it was like a double handoff and they lost like 15 yards on that. And then the, the very next play, they run a screen play on like third and 25. Like, I'm not sure what you're thinking there. Like that isn't that's never going to work. So. Yeah, the play calling to me was a little off. I thought, you know, I thought they should have ran it a little bit more. But 
you know, you can't blame them for trying to throw their way back into the game after the end of the second half. Uh, but even then, like, their receivers once again had the drops tonight, and I'm just getting tired of this as a Mizzou fan, guys. I mean, Damon Hazleton had about two drops. Uh, Jalen Knox had about two of them, and he had one on a huge game that would have set Mizzou up to score. Uh, you just can't be doing that. But despite that, Kiki Chisholm had five receptions for 68 yards. Finally, a good game from him. Uh, Larry Roundtree had six receptions in the receiving game for 26 yards. Damon Hazleton, two for 24. And he also had that one later in the game that they said wasn't a catch. It was clearly a catch. He had a foot in bounds and then controlled the ball going to the ground. Not really sure what the refs were looking at there. But, like, here is where I ask the question, like, when is Drinkwitz finally just going to play the guys that can catch the ball? Because we're giving – I feel like we're giving guys a longer leash just because of the name and the – you know, the stars next to their name, like Damon Hazleton or uh, Jalen Knox. Like, give Toski Dove a legit shot. He got one in the LSU game, and he proved it. There was no reason he ever should have been taken off the field. Barrett Bannister, uh, you know, uh, Michael Wilson even. Like, just put these guys out there until these other guys can prove that they can catch the ball consistently because it's just ridiculous. I mean, for the last 15 years, Masuz has never had a receiver that can catch the ball, it seems like. But... Yeah, I just like like Jalen Knox. Sorry, thanks for your efforts, but you're benched. Uh, Damon Hazleton, thanks for your efforts, but you're benched. And until you get your spot back, you know uh, we're gonna have Toski Dub and all these guys see what they can do because you're just you're not cutting it. You can't catch the ball. Uh, you're killing our drives, uh, especially on third down. I mean, Mizzou cannot convert on third down. In fact, I may have it in front of me for this game. Uh, Mizzou, third down efficiency, they were 3 for 15. That's pathetic, guy. You're not going to win when you're that bad on third down unless your special teams and defense is carrying you. So, I mean, they had 16 first downs to Florida's 25 first downs. I mean, that's a huge differential. Uh, Mizzou went forward on fourth down once. They got it, one of one. Uh, and that's, you know, that's just not going to cut it. It's not. Uh, Mizzou... 248 total yards to Florida's 514. 2008, or not 2008, my bad. 208 passing yards to Florida's 345, and then 40 rushing yards to Florida's 169. I mean, they got completely outclassed. And the, I mean, the, I mean, I, I didn't expect Mizzou to beat Florida, but the uh, cause for concern about this is Florida was missing eight defensive backs for this game. Eight defensive backs due to COVID and or injury. So I don't know if that's more of a testament to Florida's depth at that position or if Mizzou is just really, really bad on offense and we don't want to admit it. Because if they have eight defensive backs out and you can't even scour up a couple passing touchdowns, scour up, is that even a thing? I don't know. But if you can't even <laughs> scrape together a couple passing touchdowns, like what what are we doing here? So... Overall, the offense just really gave you nothing, and until they did, it was too late. Uh, just absolutely nothing. And they tried and Harrison Mevis out for a field goal early in the game where I thought they should have went for it, and he missed the field goal. And, I mean, that I mean their only source of real offense really was from their defense, which, you know, we'll get into here right now. So, yeah, overall, Mizzou, the Mizzou offense has to go back to the drawing board. And this is more so their opponent. Like, it's not this, this isn't, this isn't a game that says Mizzou sucks. Like, it's Florida. Like, Florida was a really, really good team this year. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. Now, before we move into the defensive side of the game, uh, let me just say, 
so the thing that everyone's talking about from this game, it's not even really the game that's the big takeaway. It's the fight. It's the fight at uh, right before halftime. So if you missed it, uh, one of Mizzou's defenders, I think it was Jeffcoat. I could be wrong on that. I'm pretty sure it was Jeffcoat, though. Uh, had a late hit on Florida's QB, Kyle Trask. And Dan Mullen didn't appreciate it at all. So what happened is he ran off the sidelines. He was yelling at some of our players. And some of our players and staff came at Dan Mullen. And then everyone came off the sidelines. And they were fighting. Markel Utzi threw a few punches. Florida players were throwing punches. A lot of guys threw punches. And you have to watch the video about 20 times to see, like, get the entire number of people who were throwing punches. But it was pretty bad. Markel Utzi was the one that stood out. Threw about nine punches. I don't know if we see him next week uh, in Mizzou's next game. But... Uh, then you even saw Drinkwitz and Mullen arguing with each other. Just a whole lot of, I don't even know. It was embarrassing for both sides, but I, and this isn't even me being a Florida homer, but Dan Mullen has, he's got to be fined and maybe even suspended for Florida's next game because what he did was just scummy, man. Like, so he instigated the fight, really. Now, he was going to protect his quarterback after a hit, late hit, understandable. But he's he's running at our players. Like, you can't, you can't do that. And you, can disp- you can express disinterest in it. Uh, and, you know, you, you can be mad at it. But you, ca- you can't do that. Like, you can't come up and start yelling in one of our players' faces. So, uh, Dan Mullen, you know, he was like, it's an emotional game. I don't condone it. Bullshit, dude. And I don't even really cuss on the podcast that much, but bullshit, dude. Because you came back out onto the field, hyping up the fans after the fight, acting like this was some, you know, this was some, like, event that needs to be, like, injected into the game so you can get your team and your fans going. He was supposed to be going back to the locker room. He's like, we're just trying to get everybody out the field. No, you weren't, dude, because you came back out and you started pumping up the fans after a fight. You were the one that started the fight. You say you don't condone it. You definitely condoned it, dude. So I call BS on Dan Mullen, and I think he was the main instigator of all this. I mean, yeah, it was a dirty play. He was going to protect his quarterback like any coach, but you can't run onto the field and start charging a Mizzou player when you're the coach on the sidelines. It's just you can't do that. So it just started in one huge big fight, and it was ugly. Uh but other than, I mean, people just need to move on. Uh, it it sucked. It sucked to see on TV, but it is what it is. Getting into the defensive side of the ball, though. So, I thought Mizzou's defense played okay up until the end of the first half. So, uh, like I said, their defense was like their main source of offense. Uh, Jarvis Ware had a pick six that really got Mizzou going uh, on the sidelines. It was a really good play. He picked off one of Kyle Trask's underthrown balls, or it may have been tipped, or he may have been hit as he threw it. Uh, it was a really ugly throw, though. So Jarvis Ware took it to the house, and that gave Mizzou six. Uh, so uh, after that, though, not too much else notable. Uh, I mean, I thought they played pretty well, like I said, before their first half meltdown. Uh, they were the, the DBs, you know, they were out of place on a few plays, but I thought overall they looked good. Nick Bolton looked good as always. Uh, despite granted, it wasn't one of his better games. He, uh, had to do a little too much on some plays, but you know, that's okay. Uh, I thought the D line, I thought the D line played okay. They weren't really hitting home though. They didn't get a ton of pressure on Trask. Like they were so, oh, so close on many, many plays, but they just couldn't hit home. But then... At one point when one of Mizzou's drives was killed and they punted the ball back with, like, I think two minutes left or something like that, uh, 
and that that was after one of Florida's scores to Kadarius Tony. I think it was like a screenplay he had, something like that. Uh, he was really shifty. No, no Mizzou defender could tackle him. Uh, yeah, after that, Mizzou, they punted back to Florida with like a minute 48 left. Florida drove down the field again. I think uh, Kadarius Tony was open, wide open once again. He ate up Mizzou's defense all night. And then after that, uh, all of a sudden you look up at your screen and it's 20 to seven. And after that, Mizzou just never really got back in it. Their offense just was not capable. Uh, but their defense, I feel like it was one of those situations where it's like the defense gave you so many opportunities to take the lead and you just never did. I mean, no, I mean, they had a one point lead for the better part of the game, but I just mean like, you know, like they gave you a good chance to cushion that and you just never did. And on top of that, Mizzou's tackling was not very good either. Special teams missed a bunch of tackles uh, on their uh, sweeps. They missed a bunch of tackles. Uh, it just wasn't. It just wasn't very pretty. Overall, Mizzou's defense. I'd probably give them like a C grade for this game. Like, I, I just feel like eventually you get burnt out. Yeah, I mean, you're like, come on, like it's it's like, you know, I've heard this before. It's like you're starting pit- World Series, for example, Game Six of the World Series. Blake Snell, he was dealing, man. Uh, he gave up like what one run I think it was uh, he was dealing on I, I don't even know if he gave up uh, I think it was one run you know what I mean he gave up only one run it was like six innings but the Rays only scored like two run- actually no I remember now so the Rays had one run they only had one and Blake Snell was dealing didn't give up a single run all night and so you're sitting there thinking like well come on Rays you have to give them some run support like you can't ask your pitcher to go out there and give up zero runs and then like and then like you know blame him for it. it's the same thing with the Mizzou defense like they were playing really good into like first half of that game but after a while like you kind of have to blame the offense for not getting anything done and putting pressure on the defense to keep you in the game so yeah that that was my main concern really I just feel like I feel like this was more so the offense than the defense the defense isn't perfect I think they have a lot of things they need to work on but overall I think this game showed you know Florida just outclasses Missouri right now. They just do. It's this isn't a coaching thing. Uh, it this is a Florida is better than Mizzou. Okay, so now we can't give drink credit for everything, and then absolve them of everything when it comes to having these players on his team. Like you can't say for the LSU game, look what Drinkwitz is doing with these players, and then uh, when they lose to Florida, be like, oh well, he has Barry Adams players. Well. Yeah, that, that's a little unfair, but I feel like it kind of can go both ways. Like, yeah, these are Barry Odom's players, so when Drinkwitz wins with them, it's going to be impressive. And when he loses with them, well, you kind of expected it. So you just, you, you want to be pleasantly surprised, you know? But yeah, that's pretty much all for today's podcast, guys. I just wanted to go over um, a little bit of the game. I know this isn't one that people were very excited to talk about, so I just wanted to get my thoughts in on it. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the holiday. But uh, that's pretty much it. But me and Connor will be back on later tonight to record whatever happens in in this Chiefs game. So um, check out www.showmefootball.com for more Mizzou content for the Mizzou fans listening. But until next time, we will see you later.